You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast. Just quickly, Fitz. I mean, we were talking about um, we were talking about Giselle, right, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady, and we called it ages ago. Says, and now the divorce yeah. laws, lawyers have come in. Um, let's reinforce the other big call that was made on this show: Giselle and Leo. Now he's with Gigi. Only for the moment, says. They've been in hotels together in Paris. Like that, that's. Oh no, yeah, that's for now. Mm. She's going to get older one day. She will have another birthday, and right. then all of a sudden, oh no, Giselle's a fossil in his world. <laughs> in Lovely. his world, Giselle is a fossil. And they've already been there. He won't go back. You one man. Know. Can we go? Is that a segue into oh another fossil? Can oh. we talk to Will Anderson? Have a look at this guy. It's like I, did I just wander into the middle of a conversation? Is that what's happening this morning? I might, Giselle might call you in the breakup. I feel like that's too much for me. i got to be honest with you, Whip. Like, that is... You don't you know, want like him. Sometimes, you don't want him. Well, you know, like, sometimes I, I, like, walk past houses sometimes and I just think, like, that's a big house. Yeah. Like, that's too much of a house for me. Like, as soon as I get a house that big, that's just, I can't just buy a house. I've got to get a plumber. Yeah. And I've got to get a pool person. Yeah. And I've got to get, like, you know, someone. I've, there's going to be rooms in the house that I never go into, and I'm going to have to find some room. I'm going to have to buy stuff to go in those rooms. <laughs> to, like, that's, to me, that's, like, an absolute nightmare. And that, to me, is also Giselle <laughs> and Tom Brady, to be honest. So, like, on both sides of that relationship, they are both woman and man too much yeah. for me. Well, you he, know, he, he'd come in one night and he'd be like, we're only eating green stuff for three months oh because no. I'm 95 and I want to play professional football. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, that's great. I'm only smoking green stuff as well, mate. We have different lives. I'll be in the front empty room. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, di- divorce lawyers have been called. Sarah broke it this morning on the show. This could mm. be it. I didn't want to believe it, Will. I thought it was love, you know. It was the, the, mm. the greatest couple of all time. But apparently it's over. It's all done and dusted. Well, you know, it's one of those things, too, where I think sometimes this happens quite a lot in real life, doesn't it? But Mm. people don't normally retire until they're 65. Like, we hear this all the time. You know, there's couples who are like, oh, yeah, I liked you when you went to work 10 hours a day. That was a good relationship with us. But now you're around the house all the time. This is no good. I've actually had to get to know you. This isn't going to work. Yeah, well, professional sports people, they have to go through that pretty early on. And, like, I think with Tom, he's right in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's halfway between when a normal sports person retires and when an actual person retires. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... It's like when you look look at the Geelong Football Club, though, and, you know, being the oldest team of of players, collective group of players to ever win a grand final, and then you see that they're 33. You know, that's kind of the oldest... (laughs) And you go, oh, my God, 33? What are you going to do now? What do you do now? How does your life get any better? Well, this is the thing too. Like Tom Brady, you know that he'll be fine to move on because that's what he's been like in his football career as well. Mm-hmm. He never wanted to be a one-club player. No. And he didn't want to be a one-model man. You know what I mean? Who will his next model be? <laughs> he's had a great era of success at Giselle and now he's ready to move on. Uh, his Giselle days, remember he's, those? Yeah. He's the goat of gridiron. Now oh. he wants to be the goat of models. Wow. What I a mean, weapon. there's a real gap in the market for those women that Leonardo DiCaprio dumps when they turn 20. Well, this is the thing. Do we believe it, Will? And this is what your new show Mm. questions. Question everything. You you put the media under the microscope and you separate the real from the the 99% fact-free. You expose these. How do you do that, Will? 
Yeah, so this would be a really good example of that, to be honest, because firstly, you'd be looking at where this story about divorce lawyers being called comes from in the first place, because, like, my guess is without doing any information that it's been reported by, like, the Daily Mail or some sort of tabloid over in America, and they've heard it from some sort of friend of the family who's giving them (laughs) confidential information, and it's all, take it to the bank, divorce lawyers have been called, they've been living apart for five months, and then suddenly we're like, oh, no, no, we live in the same house, it's just really big, we just... Didn't see each other for a while. I was just in a room down the front. He was in a room down the back. I know the relationship's fine. We've just got a big house. (laughs) I mean, do we look at politics on the show, Will? I mean, is that one of the main things? Do we look at... Yeah, well, obviously this week we're celebrating the fact that COVID's over. Congratulations. Congratulations to everybody. COVID is over. Like, I mean, there was a couple of people in our office who got COVID and I showed them the news reports and I said, well, you believe what you read. COVID is over. You get better. Like, you don't have COVID anymore. It's no, done. It's over. It's impossible for you to have it now. Actually, here's another one for you, because we've got Albo, um, Anthony Albanese, our Prime Minister's coming on the show yeah. just after 8 o'clock this morning, Will, but Daily Mail had, they hired someone to comment whether Albo has had work done to his face oh. because he's lost yeah. so much weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he looks slightly different in the photo. So there's got to be something going on. Like, people don't look slightly different in different photos. <laughs> That is a ridiculous thing. Like, I've seen this. It's one of those classic Daily Mail stories because Daily Mail, for those who ever read that, they do a very nice line in. Daily Mail headlines are barely indistinguishable from people who, you know those caption descriptions of when someone posts a photo online and it tells you what's in the photo? photo, That is also Daily Mail headlines. So they will just get two photos and then describe everything that's going on in the photo. And there's one of Albo. The headline should be, Man loses weight, looks slightly different. The end. <laughs> That's the whole story. But, you know, to me, it's kind of like when you talk about good photos and bad photos, it's yeah. like when you go to bed after a big feed, right, uh-huh. and you're getting changed, you've taken your clothes off, and we've got a full-length mirror, and I look at myself and go, oh, mate, you've lost it. And then I get up in the morning <laughs> feeling a bit thinner, and I go, you're back. Well done, son. <laughs> Take the photo now. This is the better side of me, for sure. Um, so much of this I need to explore with the fact that like you were ending every evening by stripping <laughs> off and then looking in the mirror to do a little daily assessment of what's going no on. No one else is going to look at me in the nude. And then you start the next morning again doing the same thing. This is it. This is my ritual. I've just got to look in the mirror, check I'm not a vampire, see where I'm at, give me a little assessment. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. Don't worry about me. Hey, also, um, you've got a new book out as well. I am not fine, thanks, Will. What? What's... I am not fine, thanks, yes. Yeah. It is... Uh, a book written about the um well about my thoughts about what happened in the last couple of years yeah, so yeah. it's based on the premise that i believe for a little while we have to stop asking people how they are because like in the old days that used to be fine right yes. it was easy mm-hmm. you just say i'm fine thanks and you would get on with the rest of your day yeah. but like when someone asks you how Too are you these days you're just like mate how am I? It is 2022. Have you, like, what happened? How are you? Did you just wake up from a coma this afternoon and haven't listened to the radio yet? I'm not good. The world is not good. Everything has gone pear-shaped. Like, I love the fact that World War Three is still going on. It doesn't even make the news most days. No, That's no. the level of how we are in a society. My favourite thing about that, do we ever talk about this? I don't think we did. That Zelensky, mm-hmm. the leader of Ukraine, 
is a former comedian. Did mm. you know this? Yeah. I think about that all the time because yeah. he was a bloke similar age to what we are, yeah. working in a similar field to what we are, and he went on Ukrainian TV and played the Prime Minister on Ukrainian, uh, the President on Ukrainian TV, and they were so impressed by his performance <laughs> that they made him the president of Ukraine. It's that is like if we made John Wood, like we didn't give him a gold logie, we just made him a cop. You were so good at that, you are now the chief of police, John Wood. That's your job now. You're so good at it. It's so true though. I mean, he, he did like, he did dance acts, he was on like Red Faces, and he right. did all that kind of gear, didn't he? And then the next thing you know, I, I He's could, running a country and leading into war. And defending and, that country. And could doing you, a good job. Could you defend Australia, Will? I mean, This is you, it. This is your next No point. one can defend Australia. Are you kidding me? This is the greatest lie that we live under in this country. The idea that this massive island that we live on with a tiny population is in any way defensible by anyone who cares in any way. China could invade Australia. I love when we always like, oh, how can we prevent China from invading Australia? We can't. Yeah. That is just like, if no. they want to, they can. China could take over Australia with the kids who played drums at the opening ceremony of the Beijing Olympics. Yeah. Like, they would have us in a weekend. We've got eight submarines and the rest of them are due in 90 years. Like, seriously. Like, when Putin came to Australia, remember Tony Abbott said he was going to shirt front Putin yeah. at that big meeting they had yeah, in Sydney? Right. And Putin decided as a show of strength to bring, like, five submarines of his own just over with him like his entourage. And we couldn't bring our Australian submarines because they were in Perth and wouldn't get there in time. Stop putting facts into this, Will. Yeah. So no, no, I do not no. believe I could defend Australia and that would be my speech explaining yeah. to the Australian public why. As we stand as one. Oh, Will Anderson, Question Everything is on tonight and every Wednesday at 8.30pm on ABC TV and ABC iView. Love you, Will. Thanks for coming on, legend. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. You're listening to the Fitzy and Whipper podcast.